You're listening to episode two of the Empath Podcast. Hi guys and welcome back to the Empath Podcast. I'm your host Robin from the Diary of an Empath.com, a site devoted to helping empaths like me understand their abilities, set strong boundaries, and find and live their calling. And I need to apologize in advance that the quality of this sound might not be so great. I'm in my hometown and I was just really inspired and because I haven't been inspired the past couple of weeks and I've been fa- like facing a lot of resistance to showing up and creating, I just decided that I was just going to use this like flow that I'm feeling to show up and create for you right now and not try to wait until I'm back with my microphone or back in a quiet space. I'm actually at the Fairy Gardens. If you've been alongside me for a while, you know that I come to the Fairy Gardens when I'm going through pretty big transitions. It's where I had my first photo shoot when I started the diary back in 2016. It's where I like, hit my knees when I couldn't get to Glastonbury in the summer of 2018. I've done a lot of reflection and a lot of growing in this space, so it feels symbolic to me that I'm also showing up here now to pursue the resistance to showing up for my podcast and the next step of what it is I'm here to do. But what I want to talk with you today about is this idea of up-leveling. It's a big buzzword in online communities, in personal growth communities, in manifestation communities, that we quote-unquote up-level our lives. So we decide what's the next version of us, what's our highest self doing, and we reach up to meet it. And it sounds graceful. Like when you hear people talking about up-leveling, it sounds like it's something that we should naturally be able to do. But it's not. And I'm actually in an up-level myself right now, one that I wasn't really expecting, but it happened because I asked for my next steps and it showed up. And so I wanted to walk you through the process of what's going on within my my heart space, my mind space, as I'm reaching towards new goals in the physical plane. Because I've been such an up and down mess, and I know a lot of people go through this, and they get stuck in it. And a lot of people stop, and things get a little bit more tricky before they start to flow. So I felt that if I could maybe come on here and speak to what I'm going through and show you it, like show you behind the scenes of it, then maybe the next time you go through it, you won't feel so alone and you won't give up on yourself just because things aren't as smooth as it can be made to seem when you're looking up to people you might follow. So a little bit of a backstory. Since 2019 rolled around, I have not been feeling much motivation to to drive forward. I've very much been in the feminine energy of 
just sitting back, going with the flow, my masculine side somewhere just left. <laughs> I don't know. I just could not get into that state of working towards something. And I started to feel like maybe it's because I, I didn't have anything I was truly passionate that I was working towards. So in, right before I went to bed one night, I just said, okay, spirit, please show me what it is I'm next meant to to do. How am I next meant to grow? Because I was feeling really stuck. Like my life had come to this place of mediocrity. It was okay. Like I was comfortable. There was enough money coming in that I could go about my days and not really do much. So I didn't have anything that was making me want to get up out of bed and work towards in the morning. So I said to my spirit, like, show me the next step. I'm very motivated when I find something I'm passionate about, when I, when I align with something that I really want to achieve, that's when my masculine side usually comes back in and, and we get moving forward. So I did that. I just said, Spirit, please show me what's the next thing for me. What am I next meant to be doing? And over the next couple of days, I started to feel very claustrophobic in my apartment. I started to feel like I was outgrowing everything, not even just my apartment, relationships, friendships. I just started to feel like my skin itching of like, I, I need to break out of here. I need to break free. I need to break loose. It was like jailbreak, like let me out, that type of feeling. So I had a conversation with my friend Alyssa at dinner one night and we were just talking about like what, what are some options? Like what could I do? What could I do to like satisfy that feeling of jailbreak? of needing to leave, needing to, to move that feeling of freedom that I was feeling in my body that I was wanting. And she suggested, or I think, I'm not sure if she suggested, anyway, it came up in the conversation that I could maybe look for apartments. And so I did, and I started to look at a few and dream up about different apartments. But as I looked for them in my city, nothing really stood out. And I truly couldn't, really see myself in that city long term. I have been in that city five years or so. It's been a, a long time in that city. And I always felt as I was doing social work and starting my first job there and then eventually working on my blog from there that I was probably going to stay there just by default. It was I never really thought about anything else. So that's why I was looking for apartments there. And I was looking for more long-term apartments. So I have lived in pretty shitty apartments in the city and I've lived in more like professional apartments, but this, the one I was searching for the next level of my growth, I guess, was one that I could see myself in as like a 27, 28, 29 year old. In my mind, it was like the, the apartment I was going to have before I had a home. So I looked around and there were some pretty beautiful apartments, but nothing really felt right. So days went by and that feeling of just unmotivated, don't know what I want to be doing, crept in even more. So I decided to just go home to my hometown for a couple days. And while I was here, one day I was just looking for apartments back in the city. So I was searching online for apartments and one showed up in my hometown. So I reached out to him. It wasn't going to be available till October. So I just reached out to him to say, like, look, I'm in town and I would love to come view this apartment it, it looks really beautiful and I didn't have anything invested in it and I just had a free day so it looked pretty it looked like something I'd be interested in but I had no serious thoughts about living in my hometown and I just yeah didn't really 
think much about it. I just want to go do it as something to do. And so I did. And when I walked into that space, I just felt this, I'm probably going to cry, like this feeling of home, of like, oh my God, this is my home. And I'm very visual. I see a lot of things very visually. And I just saw like the next two, three years of my life in this space. And I also had this thought of, this is your up level. And it is. The rent of the space is three times the amount of the highest rent I've ever paid. So that's an up level. It's an up level in the sense that I would be moving home to my hometown where it's not as open-minded as the city. So I'm going to have to really up level myself and my sense of worth and what I'm doing on this planet and be able to hold that vibration when I'm I'm just out on the about on the streets and stuff like that. I'm going to need to be able to be so strong in myself and my sovereign self and what I'm doing, which is an up level. Like it's easier to be who you are around people who get it. It's a lot harder when you come into a space energetically that's not quite there yet. And I'm not saying there's not people here. I have some amazing friends and acquaintances here in my hometown who do get it. And I'm already picturing new moon circles and stuff like that. But the energy overall is a bit dated and a bit oppressive compared to the more forward-thinking city. So that's an up-level. And so I was thinking all of these things while I was looking through the space we were doing the walkthrough, and I... It was, it was just this feeling. I just knew. I'm like, this is my space. And I could see so much out in front of me. Honestly, it's like someone printed out my vision board and just <laughs> created this apartment. So it had, like, the way, like, the, the crown molding and stuff is, it's very similar to the style I like. It's, a, it's an older home, so it has that charm. I love that. I love, like, the older home look that's modern on the inside and it is like all the lighting fixtures are so modern and beautiful the appliances are modern and beautiful the living space has a wall that looks just like my vision board it's like wall to wall bookshelf type of vibe it's it's stunning and it's my up level and not just that it like not just the aesthetic of it was like resonating with me I could see myself there as a 27-year-old, a 28-year-old, a maybe a 29-year-old. It would probably be the space I'd live at least for 27 while I, I grew into that next version of myself. It's just what I felt. And I felt that someone could live there with me as well. So it's not just an apartment I'd be living on my own, which I was doing in the city. It was where I would be with a partner and where I would grow my business. Like I saw myself sitting at the table working on my business with my partner there, giving me feedback, giving me advice. Like all of these things were going through my mind and I was just like, this is my place. So I told him that and I didn't really think about the logistics of, oh, okay, I'm going to be living in my hometown. And that was not part of my plan. And he said he had to show it a few more times, but he was going to get back to me. But I left and I could not stop talking about this place. I I just loved it. I, could, I, I can't even put it into words. I just... Yeah, so I couldn't stop talking about it. But here's what happens when you up-level. So that was me up-leveling. That was me 
claiming that next version of me. But what comes with that is a lot of fear, a lot of insecurity, a lot of confusion, and a lot of self-sabotage. And that's what's most important about this episode. That's what I want you to get from this episode. Because yes, I had that moment of this is mine and claiming it and feeling empowered and going to dinner afterwards and telling my sister all about it and just being really excited. But then the reality hits minutes, hours, or days later. And that reality for me was, first of all, the the cost of it. Like I've never paid that much for housing. I'm trying to grow a business. So I put everything I earn back into my business. No matter how good or bad my months are, it all goes right back into my business. And I can do that because I'm relatively young. And that's just what I, it's like my investment in myself. This is what I'm doing. And so for me to just look at the finances of that and the commitment of that, it's like, okay, I can't play around. I need to consistently have really good months to pay for this place and grow my business and start to put money in different places, different investments and stuff like that. So it's like this, this cost, that's a commitment. And having the cost is making me commit to my business, commit to myself. My first thought was, okay, I'm going to really need to start Instagram now. Like I can't just play around anymore because now I have to up level again. I can't just stay where I'm comfortable with the amount of money I'm making. I need to make a another jump. So there was that. There was the, again, like I said, the the fear around the energy of this place and a lot of negativity started cro- cropping up around like, oh, you're moving back to your hometown. And this story that I think, I don't know if a lot of people tell themselves this, but I definitely did, was like, I will never move back there. So that's been coming up a lot lately. And with it, this feeling of I'm a failure. If I move back here, I didn't make it, which is actually the opposite of the truth because the fact that my vibration is even a match for a place like I found shows me that I have made it in a lot of ways. And that place was able to come into my vibration and I'm able to take it on by myself, to take on that that bill by myself. has shown a lot. But that story was repeating in my head and another story was like, I will never meet anyone in this town. It's a university town, so there's a lot of people to about the age of like 22, 23. And it's, there's not a lot of people in those upper 20s, early 30 age group. And so I started to fall into a lack-based mindset of, I will never find anyone. I'm also on the twin flame journey, so in came all of these thoughts about, and this is important, I know there's a lot of twins, I wouldn't say a lot of twins because there's not a lot of twins, but there's a lot of twins within my community who resonate with me, a lot of feminine incarnates, and the feminine is known for chasing, and I have chased my twin since I met him, whether that was like physically chasing him, so moving to where he is. And it's not always conscious, a lot of it's subconscious, but it's just putting my needs behind his, or like my desires behind his. So that, so deciding to move to a place where he is, or mentally chasing him, so thinking a lot of him, or emotionally chasing him, feel like cutting myself off from dating other people because of him, or just um, energetically, I guess, chasing him. So at the very beginning of our relationship, I tried a lot to manifest him 
and I write about that on my blog if you want to go read that. So me making this decision then to move back to my hometown, which if we were ever to, to work things out or be partners in the physical, which I don't believe twins have to do. A lot of people romanticize the relationship. It's a mission template, so it's all about helping each other with purpose. A lot of people do date, but it's energetic, so I'll call on his energy a lot. That's how he helps me with my purpose. But if we were to ever decide that we were a good match for each other and wanted to try to be together, then in my mind, I'm like, he would never move back here. So I had this moment of when I said yes to that apartment, I was saying yes to myself. And I was saying yes to stop chasing, which for the first time in my life, I think it's, I could say probably the first time in my life that I've completely stopped chasing and I've had to surrendered a fate around that whole dynamic and the whole relationship like fully surrendered a fate and say look if this is meant to be then he'll meet me here you know he'll come here or this will all work out so that I will have this and then maybe another space or whatever but I I'm not going to put what I want which my heart is like screaming for this apartment on hold to stay in a place just in case he might recognize my worth. And that's huge. And that's huge for the feminine collective. So I embody a lot of the feminine collective. And so I think that's kind of the shift the feminine's going through in general. Be that with, like for me, housing and moving or with career, with finally saying, you know what? My partner doesn't agree with what I want to do with my life, but I'm just going to go do it anyway. It's a lot of us taking back our power, and not just with our word, and not just with our thought, but with our physical action. And it's really beautiful, and it's really frightening. It's terrifying to, to drop into surrender. And I have immense faith in the universe. I have immense faith in my twin flame dynamic. I have immense faith in my masculine counterpart, but... I also have reached this point of realizing that I come first. And that brought up a lot, a lot of tears. So there's these things and they start to come up and they start to crop up and you start to get really confused and you start to doubt yourself. So as much as I love the space, a few days afterwards, I start to convince myself that I didn't want it. I start to convince myself that I could find something better, that I was settling, that I was doing all of these things. I was telling myself this story about this place to make me not want it. I was running from it. I was self-sabotaging it. So something I've done, and I, I know if you're listening to this and you're resonating with this, it's probably not about housing, but maybe it's about starting a blog or it's about moving yourself, going on a trip, or it's about starting a new relationship. Once it gets good and it's like, wow, I, don't, I didn't think it could get this good, that's when the negativity comes in. That's when you start to get really down on yourself. That's when you get really confused. And so what I've been doing as a tip for you is one, I went in kind of armed. I took pictures of the place because I knew I was going to need something visual to look back on to see how much I loved it because I knew I couldn't trust my mind. I knew my mind was going to self-sabotage. I'm a big, big self-sabotager. And I knew it was going to make up these false stories about why I didn't want this place. So I took it and I was looking at images when I started to drop into those moments of, yeah, you know, I'm actually, I probably won't take this place. I don't need it. 
I was kind of foolish. I'm going to find a spot in the city. Da, 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 da. I would take open my phone, take my phone, open my phone, and look at the images and just fall back in love with it again. And that reminded me of, of what I, I truly felt and what I truly wanted. I also knew I was self-sabotaging. That's a big one that people don't realize. They take their thoughts as fact, and it's just not true. Our thoughts are so manipulated. Our thoughts are so easily distorted. So knowing that and knowing that about ourselves is huge on this journey when we're up-leveling in any way because we have to be able to know what's going on in order to catch it and remedy it. If you have never heard of self-sabotage or even the term upper limiting, which is what you do when you want something and then you tell yourself you can't or you want something or you get something and then the rest of your world kind of falls apart, you're upper limiting. And that's all based around this idea that our subconscious only has a certain amount of good that it feels worthy of because of the world we've grown up in and therefore it will find ways to self-sabotage you when you get to a point or you get too close to feeling good. And this happens all the time. So for me, the way I was doing it with this apartment was deciding I didn't want it because who am I to have things be that good? Who am I to have this vision board apartment show up in my reality? Who am I to live there? Who am I to have the money to pay for this place? Who am I? Who am I? Who am I? So my subconscious comes in and convinces me I don't want it. My mind, my thoughts come in and convince me that I don't want it. But I do. It's just there's a worth issue there and we all carry it and it happens to us and everything. It's why couples go a certain amount of time and then start fighting. It's because it gets too good and our subconscious needs to knock us down a peg. So recognizing that The Big Leap is a really good book by Gay Hendricks. I read it last year and it's it's been so helpful for when I catch myself in these upper limiting patterns to push through because you'll never get to the next level if you don't recognize how to if you don't recognize what's happening when you just can't seem to it's just because you're upper limiting and that's what I was doing with my up level around this place so I knew that I knew that I was upper limiting I knew that I was self-sabotaging I could recognize that in myself and then I could rely on my tools so in this case it was having pictures um, it was also having conversations it was doing a lot of journaling it was recognizing the moon cycles it's a new moon in Aquarius as I'm recording this and that Aquarius is all about big dreaming and that's what I was doing like when I was in that space when I was viewing the apartment like I could see myself with a baby like that's never come into my reality I know I'm meant to have a baby I know it's part of my purpose eventually but I could see myself with a baby there because this, this apartment is like a home I'm like wow I could like have a child here and so I was dreaming. I was in that Aquarius mind space of big dreams. And I was seeing how my business would relate to this. It's two-bedroom apartment. It's huge. Like, the bedrooms are huge. And I'm like, well, I could keep it as two bedrooms or I could convert one into an office and create, like, a, a space to do videos and a podcast corner. Like, all of these things were coming to my mind. And when I realized it was a new moon, I'm like, oh, that's why. And I use that energy. And so I took one morning after when I start to self-sabotage one morning to just dream I'm like instead of thinking about all the wrong all the things that could go wrong in this space I'm gonna think about all the things that could go right and that was really helpful so recognizing what works for me has been really helpful 
And a final thing that I, I didn't really mention yet, I don't think, in this episode is just when we do go to up-level, we go to up-level because our spirit has lessons to learn. Our spirit wants to clear out a lot of our conditioning. It wants to clear out our fears. Because every time we up-level, we're going higher and higher into a more fifth-dimensional way of being, which is a much more loving way of being where things work out a lot more gracefully, and it's heaven on earth, peace on earth. Like That's where we're ascending to. And we each have to ascend within ourselves in order to be there as a planet. And so when we're drawn to something, be that for me, this new apartment, I have to move through a lot of fears to live there. And I'm not going to talk about what those exact fears are in this podcast because I just, I like boundaries with that stuff. But wanting this apartment and saying yes to this apartment one of the very first things I did was think okay universe now please show me a hypnotherapist who can help me work through this fear the fear that's going to come up if I live there and so it's making me face myself when people decide they want to improve their lives it's so easy for them to to get stuck when these fears come up. It's like, well, I shouldn't do that because of this fear. But that fear is just an invitation. It's just it's just beautiful opportunity to grow into a better way on earth. And the more times you up level and you move through the the muck or the programming or the fears, whatever it is, the easier your life gets overall. And so the fears are normal and I wanted to just mention that without going too in-depth on what my specific fears are. But they're related to childhood and something I experienced outside of my family, like just in my life as a child. And I have to finally face them because it holds me back in all kinds of areas. It's just most prominent when it comes to living spaces. So, yeah, I don't know how this will help you but I felt very inspired to hop on and just share that it's not butterflies and rainbows when you see people improving their lives. To improve your life, you have to go through a lot. You have to really face yourself. I had an Instagram message last night from someone who just said, is it always going to be this hard? Is life always going to be this hard? When do I get to happy? And if you're approaching that as the pursuit or the journey being difficult and the the end location or the end point being the only thing that brings you happiness, you'll never be happy because you're always going to be up-leveling. You're always going to be going to something else. And it's always going to be a pretty messy, painful process. And I use painful kind of relatively. Like, pain to me, it's not necessarily a negative thing. Pain to me opens me up to something much greater. So I see pain as something I, I somewhat want to experience in this life. I've come to Earth to experience that. It's an emotion. It's a privilege. So if we're always just looking or waiting to get to this thing, so for me to get to the apartment and just to be living there and all happy, that's such a disgrace to the process. The process is this. What I've learned about myself just in the past like week of wanting this space and finding this space has been monumental and not just applicable to living arrangements it's been applicable to my life 
when I started to see myself put boundaries on myself about what was possible in this town, for example, with the dating, like I'll never find someone if I live here. When I caught myself in that, I said, okay, I still have some lack mindset. Where else am I being a lack mindset in my life? And I was able to look around and find more places and clean them up. And the more you do that, just the more graceful it gets and the higher and higher and higher you can climb because there's no limits. But there are steps to take and it's not as, what's the word? Easy, I think, as it can be made to believe, believed, made to be believed on the internet. To up-level is to go to war in many cases with yourself, to allow yourself to have the good that your spirit's motivating you by. So I hope that makes sense and I hope you enjoy this. I have a few more episodes that I want to record and I'm not sure if I'm going to record them today with just my iPhone microphone or if I'm going to wait till I'm back with a microphone. But I have been very inspired the past even a couple hours, so I would love to get them out to you. Um, But if not, I will see you whenever I do make another episode. And if this inspired you, come say hello on Instagram, The Diary of an Empath. Or something I'm going to be doing with all of these episodes is leaving some kind of worksheet on the empathpodcast.com. Down at the bottom, there'll be a link for downloads. And I'm just going to have that there because a lot of the times we can listen to things and feel inspired and be like, yeah, you know, I'm going to do that. And then we go about our lives and no actual change happens. And I'm a big proponent for the law of action. So taking action on what it is we want. And the best way to do that is to ground yourself with the worksheet. So I will put something there. I haven't created it yet, but I will go and I will create something so that you can actually take action on what it is I spoke about today today based on what's going on in your own world and your own life so I hope you have a beautiful day and we will talk soon I just need to add this into the episode because it was so perfectly timed my owl friend so I was driving home after recording the episode and I decided to just drive up by the the apartment just because I've been doing that really weird creepy stalker thing and driving by and visualizing myself there and I looked up at the kitchen windows of the the apartment and there's a huge owl like huge owl I probably almost got in an accident because I just was in shock that he was there because well for two reasons one because owls aren't common like I well they're very they are common but I've only ever seen them in the woods here so it felt very spiritual it felt very timed especially where the other day after I had viewed the apartment the morning after viewing it I took out my new animal deck that I've been showing a lot on Instagram and I just said what do I need to know about this apartment and I pulled the owl card so I got goosebumps because he also showed up in person so 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 cool and also too because the owl denotes change so when the owl shows up you're going through some type of transition some type of change the owl also asks you to trust your intuition and to trust what you're feeling seeing knowing even if it doesn't make sense and so as you know from the episode 
moving back here doesn't make sense with what I thought I was supposed to do. It doesn't make sense with where I thought my life was going, my business was going. I always saw myself just by default being in the city and growing from there. But something about this apartment spoke to me and it's not, it won't be in my hands until October. So that's months away. But my spirit knows and the owl showed up just to say, trust yourself. You're going through change. Trust in it. So thank you, owl. Thank you, animals. And thank you for listening. <laughs> I hope that inspires you. And yes, come over on Instagram and let me know if you go, you're going through this or if this helped you in some way. And don't forget the download that I'll put on the empathpodcast.com for you to work through where you might be upper limiting yourself when it comes to your up level, whatever that up level is for you currently. All right, we'll talk soon. Thank you.